FUBAR Fest 2019, June 29th, DBA 256 in Pomona, California, with Siamese. On how we live. Hope. Walking through his neighborhood looking for someone to prove. Anonymous. Yeah, hot too. Why you don't it out of orbit? Burners. Hey, Average Joe and the bench warmers. Rundown creeps. The fallen electric. Listen, here's the story. From Zero to Hero if you And Wolves Inside Free entry 21 and over Go to FooBarShow.com You're listening to the Fun Never Ends Podcast With Metalhead Nelson Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show! Hey, what is up, everyone? I am Josie. I'm Josh. And Slim. And thank you all very much for listening to the Fubar Show. Thank you for downloading the Pod of Most Major Podcast app, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Fubar Show. That's FTheBlowBarShow.com. And FTheBlowBarShow is your handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Seafood. Special guest on today, Mr. Metalhead Nelson. What's going on? So, hey, man, uh, you haven't been on the show in quite some time. And if anybody doesn't know Metalhead Nelson, check out his podcast, Fun Never Ends. And I hadn't been on here since uh, I was on the phone with you guys talking about Nam. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. That was the last time he made an appearance that's on the right. show. Yeah. The one before that. It but was now the, he's physically uh, here. Was it that? Uh, it was not the impression. Online off. dating one. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, right, right. The, the woes, woes of online yeah. dating. You were on that. Yeah. You but, remember. But your luck has since <laughs> turned around since the oh, yeah. woes. So good job. Yeah. 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 How's that going, good man? How, how's, going how's, your, how's the new relationship? That's fun. It's great. Awesome. You know, I'm happy. Happier than I ever was. Yeah, yeah un- unlike you foos. <laughs> I'm happy. Sucks. I'm it happy. Sucks oh, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, well, the cat's tr- out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and divorce. Yes. I'm so, just He's a great guy. So I'm going nice. to I'm gonna say this right now at the top of the show. I uh, just took an edible. Yeah, um, you did. Nelson's on, so I'm going to create my own little drinking game of anytime there's an impression or anytime there is a bad pun. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I'll take, well, I'm going to get sure fucked up. Get somebody's fucked gonna, up in the first five minutes right going to have to get a six-pack. Let's do this. Bring, the, bring in the jack. Forget it. Let's <laughs> go yeah, hard. Just go hard happen. or go home. Where's that son he, Tory he, for? But he is home. <laughs> he is home, yeah. <laughs> Too good for your home? Answer me! Oh, there you go. Oh, there's another one. <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, Nelson, you wanted to come and talk about FUBAR Fest 2019 happening at DBA 256 in Pomona, California. Correct, I do. I, I want to know more about it. You know, um, I remember you. Like, we were discussing the whole thing about the idea and what sparked your idea for Fubar Fest. Well, I wanted to put something together that would bring all the musicians that we have had on the show, you know, into into one lineup. I just yeah. wanted to bring them all together into one lineup and then have a good fun time with it while all the artists maybe. 
either um, network, co-mingle. Mm. I don't know. Maybe there's uh, <laughs> s- s- uh, some projects that might come about in the, in the near future where one can use the other for. I, th- I thought that'd be a really cool idea to just bring everybody together. And a lot yeah. of talented artists that we have just here around the like the Pomona Valley area mm-hmm. uh, that we can just bring together and uh, and have some good music, some good hip-hop, rock and roll. A lot of hidden gems. We've, we've come across a lot of hidden gems that have been on the show, and it just seemed like a great idea to put them all and in And I've already seen most of these guys live, so it's like I, I, these guys all have chops. He's been ve- he's vetted them already. So. <laughs> <laughs> or stalked them on YouTube. Well, or what's them what's on the YouTube. difference? Nothing. Exactly. There's no difference. <laughs> uh, but that's going to take place there at uh, Pomona 256 Bar and Gallery in Pomona, California on June 29th. It, the, now, doors open. Well, for the bar, it opens at 4, but at least for our purposes, they would start at 5. It's free show. It's a bar, so 21 and over. Don't bring your little brother or sister or anything like that. Unless they got a fake ID, and, then, yeah. don't tell us, then don't tell us about it. Yeah, don't tell us about it, and we'll, you know, we'll see you there yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I might know a guy. Anyway, <laughs> you know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy? That's right. So, you know, just to reiterate, you want to read the, the bands that are on there? Yeah, you got Wolves Inside, From Zero to Hero, uh, Rundown Creeps, Fallen Electric, yes. uh, Average Joe and the Bepsformers, Burners, Hope. Anonymous and Siamese. There you go. Yeah. Everybody's very talented, man. Uh, I think it's going to be a good night. We're going to go on Facebook Live with the okay. whole thing. Uh, we'll, we'll probably cut it you know, once, once we have the interview. So the way it's going to go down is that we're going to have people perform. They're going to just right. join us for like two minutes on the sidelines while we give them a quick interview. And then we'll cut the feed and we'll start it all over again for the next band. Yeah. You and know? then when we bring the feedback up, you know, I'll be, you know, I'll have it like Blair Witch style, like up on my face. Yeah. You got to have a right backdrop in back of you. Just like something, yeah, that's going to be actually the impressive part. Yes. It's, it's when all of a sudden he's in the woods. I'm just going to go out back. It's going by a tree. Yeah. What's that name of the movie with that, uh, that uh, cabin in the woods? Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> there it is. It's too much on the nose. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, All right, drink up. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, I'm really anticipating that. That's about a month away. I anticipate it being a really fun time. We're going to have some cool uh, things, just you know, some little yeah. tchotchkes to give away. And tell your wives, tell your kids, tell your friends, tell everybody. Don't tell the kids because no. they can't go. I mean, <laughs> well, tell the what, kids that they'll have a babysitter. What if they're like 50, dude, and they have like 21-year-olds? I mean, true. Boom, played yourself. Dang, shut you <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> so, in other words, if you ain't got no job, you ain't got shit to do. Come here. <laughs> That's right, Chico. There it is. All right. So, Jos- uh, Josie's never getting through this podcast. Uh, not sober. <laughs> well, I'll be. Yeah, sure. I'll be showing up later. So uh, it's the day after my birthday. So, ah, foo uh, style. I'll show up. I'll show up later. So Fashion around the be late. eleven o'clock. Yeah, we'll see you at the end of the night. Yeah. Yeah. No, he'll he'll do the French exit. I don't, like th- the food. I don't think you you might see me. You might not. So ooh, ooh. ominous. <laughs> uh, so what else is new? Anything else that you wanted to talk about in regards to your podcast? We just premiered at least on our end yeah. your new intro. Yeah. So, so a, you've um, never used that one before. I've used that once, once on that uh, Discover Live, uh, Discover Local Music oh, that's right. uh, Volume One that I did, which was a three-hour. There's worth the. It's like a long artists. playlist of local music that you put up, right? And band bios. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, that's where it stretched out to the whole three hours. It's, it's on there. It's really good. So check it out. The Fallen Electric's on there as well. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I just launched my new website, so uh, it's funneverendspodcast.wixsite.com forward slash website. Yeah, I know it's long, but... Yeah, I'm kind of cheap right now <laughs> on, uh, with I the domain affo- name. So. I can't afford that tattoo. It's okay. <laughs> slash, 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 forward slash, forward slash, five, 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 six, underscore. <laughs> I'll put it in the description. Ampersand. Or just, Ampersand. Go, <laughs> just go to Fun Ever is podcast on uh, Facebook, and okay. there's a direct link down there. So there's a featured site that will feature band and artists of the month. It'll have past guests on there. There is a podcast section on the main page that are linked to Spreaker and using the the Wix uh, podcast thing that also has all the podcast episodes listed mm-hmm. on there as well. And uh, the only thing I have left to say that there's a new festival coming up. Well, it's uh, second annual. Where Sammy at? Hagar's uh, Beach Party. You went to the first Beach. one, right? I went to the first one. That was... It was fun. It looked like but, a lot of fun. Uh, very unorganized at the beginning, waiting two and a half hours just to get into the damn venue. Oh, damn. And yeah. all you get was a sandwich with a little piece of no. cheese. And, oh, that's, <laughs> and, that's the, wrong oh, the wrong festival. Whoops. Wrong festival. That must have been that brown bag festival. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, here's a drink. But, but it was fun. Yeah, you know? This year, it's uh, it's two days, September 28th, 29th, Saturday, Sunday at Huntington, on Huntington Beach. Um, I like that they have those on the beach because yeah. you have the stage is... Right. Facing the water, exactly, and you're literally standing on beach sand, just chilling and, and enjoying some good music on the beach, dude. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a great idea. Why this hasn't been more like popular yeah. with you know amongst the last few years is, is beyond me. But this is a great idea. Well, I'm glad they're doing it. Probably a oh, lot yeah, of bums around the around the beaches. A lot of it's uh, fenced it's off long. anyway, Only so a, a lot of it's <laughs> sectioned off. So drink in hand, toes in sand. That's uh, Sammy's motto for this festival. You know. Um, two days tickets are all two day. There's no single day tickets. So you want GA, you want VIP, you want reserved seating. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna commit, commit, commit. That's what that, that's what that is. <laughs> Can't select. Hey, they days. got a good lineup. So headlining, of course, both nights. Sammy Hagar in the Circle, uh, which features Michael Anthony, Jason Bonham, Vic Johnson, with special guest uh, Richie oh, Sambora. J- Jason Bonham's gonna be. He's oh, he's yeah. the drummer of that oh, band. Damn. Uh, so far, bands that have been announced, uh, Beach Boys, Vince Neil, Molly Crew, Night Ranger, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, Extreme, Steel Panther, uh, Tony Lewis from The Outfield, Patty Smythe, and Scandal. Yeah, there's there's a lot more. Eddie Trunk's supposed to be there. There's a lot more bands, but, you know, go to HighTypeBeachParty.com. Damn, that sounds pretty dope. I, Sweet, hope it, I hope it goes well. Last time, you talked about the I'm festival. I'm not sure it, if I'm going this year. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to Iron Maiden, like, Two weeks before. Well, there uh, you go. Uh, yeah, well, I hope the Sammy Hagar Festival goes well because it, it seemed like a whole debacle well, the first time. So last year was all ages. This is 21 and over. Oh, well, there you go. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be way idea. more organized now. Yeah. yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. That's well, about shit, it. man. Uh, I kind of want to go if I wasn't so yeah. broke. <laughs> 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 well, Steph, I uh, heard that you had a health and such for us today. I sure do. All right. Well, let's get that going. What's up, my dudes? Cracking. So, this health and such that I bring to you, actually, I was reminded of it when we were watching that Netflix skit comedy show, I Think You Should Leave. Which is 
exhausting Dude, to watch. Oh my so god! It's so. Funny. Have you checked this out, Nelson? I haven't. So I there's think this I show on Netflix. It's a skit comedy show, and it's what like 16 minute episodes yes. of skits, back to back skits. And I was laughing so hard, I was exhausted <laughs> by the end of those 16 minutes. Dude, it was amazing. It was great. Like, you just get Episode sucked two in. is stupid. Yeah. Stupid good, though. Anyway, continue. Oh, yeah. So, there was the in the pilot episode, there's a skit where they talk about how um, Stephen Young's character doesn't wipe properly. <laughs> And so he he's gets, got mud pie on his hands. He's got mud pie on his hands. And then, so, I don't know, it just gets weird. And somebody ends up dying. Anyway. Yeah. That <laughs> such. Oh, yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's whole, a whole thing. Check it out. It's a simple skit with a lot of shit going on at once. So how did this remind you of this skit? Received an article in the emails, as it's called, mm-hmm. about toilet paper. So I want to ask everybody here a question. Do you fold... Or wad your toilet paper when you use it. Fold, hundred percent. Fold. fold. I, do you wad food? <laughs> is wadding even an option? <laughs> Apparently, people do it. Apparently, it's a thing. Well, it's like the first time that I've heard anything. It's like, like this. creating a homemade loofah sponge for your asshole. <laughs> I mean, there's cracks in there, man. It's yeah, just not. It's, you don't know what like when a finger is gonna slip through it's, it's, well, when then, you're just so disorganized <laughs> like then, that. You have to fold, and how much of an, a, in a hurry do you have to be <laughs> that would to just even consider wanting? That just right? turns into a ex- uh, very uh, interesting experience. It's you like you're that. in a, a five minute time crunch. <laughs> And there's no time to fold. Well, yeah. then, then you're going to be the bastard that pretty much creates a clump or a giant ball of shit in mm-hmm. that's going down the toilet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. have you ever clumped up toilet paper before when it's wet? Yeah. Just ask yeah. It's gross. That's yeah. how, it's that gross. is how you clog up toilets. Trust Unless me. you got a it's timer a on there that you can be in that restroom for a specific amount of time and you're running out of time. I, say, I don't think uh, they make those. There is one shit. place that limits your so-called bathroom time. No, Friggin' Target in Azusa off of right there. They limit your bathroom time. How do you you know this? (laughs) Walking in, there's a sign 15 minutes use only. What the fuck? Wait, what? Yeah, 15 minute use. Uh, They got so many bums over there anyway. Oh, that's where it comes into play. So that's why the food moved to Ontario. (laughs) Unlimited restroom time. (laughs) Well, hold on, hold on. That's why I go to Target. Let's touch on this a little bit. (laughs) So let's say if I do got a massive bowel movement and I'm in there for, you know, a good 20, 30 minutes, are they going to have someone come in and check on me? I don't know. I hope they come in mid shit while you're squirting. Be like this is on you. They're just two big guys grabbing you by your arms, just like I'm shooting not, out your way out. I'm not done. <laughs> just leaving squirts of tootsie rolls. Oh, doesn't doesn't come out as tootsie rolls, man. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that's a, that's a lot so, of chortle. Oh. Oh my Ooh. god. You were saying. So there. Back to this to- toilet paper debacle. I don't know why you just wouldn't fold as you take the toilet paper now, off the roll. Now, okay, now, <laughs> now what? Now, if you're a folder, if you're normal, if you're a, a regular, sane human being that lives here on Earth with the rest of us, there's two kinds of folding now. Mm-hmm. So there's the folder who literally folds every little square on top of. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on that camp, and then there's other people who roll it around their hand and then. Flatten that out as a fold. That's and a fold, go from though. There. That's a fold. Yeah, but, it's not but a lot. like, oh, let's go around the room. Okay. 
Okay. What kind of folder are you? Okay, first off. Dude, not, I, we've been talking about my shits long enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we have not asked you. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's too graphic. We're well, you're, you're, you're last. <laughs> yeah. No, now you're definitely last. <laughs> I'm curious now. <laughs> I mean... You know, we're getting a little personal here, but no, we're not. I, I, a little, yeah, huh? You know what I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I like to get a long strip and then you know just fold it over. Okay. I don't just fold it over. Okay, all. so that's you're in my much, camp. That's like wadding. You're you're still doing wadding if you're fucking going. It's a in neater a, wad though. Yeah. It's still a fold. It is a it's neater the, wad. It's a fold. It's you're a fold. folding. Hold on. It. Yeah. Okay, okay. So let me let me ask you a follow up question here. <laughs> okay. If you wad it up like that, pretty much you're re-rolling it on your hands, and you wipe once, are you fucking pulling it out and then having that thinner part just rolling it back over and yeah, readjusting your hand? Work. How does I don't I, I want to know how does that work? No, you fold over. Yeah, you just fold over. You just fold over. Mm-hmm. It's like you're you're using the same amount of toilet paper as if you were to take the Done. whole slice. And then fold it that way instead of folding it. No, well, no, that's what I. That's what I'm pre, saying. Folding it. That's what I do. You're but using I'm, the entire width of it, still even. You take your hand out of it. No, and but then you okay, use but it. according to your guys' description, or at yeah. least the hand motions, right. you guys were going like as if rolling it around your hand. You're rolling it around your hand, whereas people who wad would just grab it. Huh. <laughs> they, no, they would grab it, it and like then they would scrunch it as yeah, they were pulling it out. Pulling and then it. now they have this like fucking death they have trap. A, they have a loofah, just like uh, Josh was saying. This is giving me anxiety. I know. <laughs> they exist. Dude. Go just... figure. Now, are you finished talking about this? No. Because I'm not done going around the room. <laughs> what kind of folder are you? Okay. At home, I take the slice and then I fold it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in like a public restroom mm-hmm. where like I have to reach back, then I'm going to try to fold it. As you go? As I go. Okay. Because I don't want to like take oh, okay. the whole slice. So you adapt. I don't want to take the whole slice and then have the fear of it dropping on the floor. And then I have to... Oh, God forbid. Oh, don't yeah. get me started on the yeah, fear. Yeah, you don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> the, the fear is a whole so other story. I, I fold as I take the slice off. Okay. All right, that's fair. What about you, Nelson? What kind of folder are you? Uh, depends on the toilet paper. That okay, so, okay you're, so if it's like your standard, we talking about Charm- we talking about Charmins, we talking about oh, uh, not that, no, not that <laughs> name brand, kind of like industrial versus oh. the squares you get at home, yeah. right? So Kirkland, okay. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, Palm, <laughs> Palm, oh, anything but oh. Continental or Scott, Dude. Um, <laughs> anywhere with the uh, good tissue, pretty much pull it out. I leave about maybe like uh, you know four squares, wipe, and as long as it doesn't touch the water. It's good. Fold it again. Do it again. Okay. Fold it, go Similar it. to what Steph was Talk. saying. But yeah. if it's industrial, like that hard shit that pretty much gives you an ass rash, then it's like kind of like... <laughs> oh, that's a great band. Uh, ass, ass, ass rash. rash. Oh, yeah. yeah. I heard they're playing at Wiener Roast. Is it point. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Snoop got at it, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. They're, so, they're opening Fold, fold. Yeah. Pull it as much as I can to get... So, Foo, how do you treat this poor, poor piece of paper? <laughs> I just <laughs> fold it regularly. Okay, so you're in my camp. Yeah, just, just like a one. Just, I do one regular. square at a time. One you, square at a time. Do you rip every square? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. That's what I thought you meant. Uh, no, okay, okay. okay. I should have been more descriptive. Yeah, no, I was like, yeah. God damn, man. <laughs> do you single ply, double ply, triple ply, or four ply? Oh, I, I, treat I, yourself, I, man. Four ply. It, <laughs> <laughs> Poor trees. Wow. Look, man, my asshole's more precious than them damn trees. All right, let's get that real. It's a mattress it's not, in the fucking not, no, toilet bowl by the time you're done. <laughs> That brings me to my next question to everybody. Yes. Because uh, if you're a weirdo who clumps, are you, 
are you the same weirdo who stands up to wipe? I understand that there's people who stand up to wipe. So you're a stander. <laughs> and and I, I don't know. I don't understand that because as soon as you start to level your body up, your butt cheeks start to close up together. So how do you how would you go about wiping there? That's a that's a sloppy Joe recipe right that's there. That is yeah. That's gross. Crouching. Look, you gotta just stay seated. But there's some people who cannot bend that far, so they have to stand up. Oh, is and, that what it is? Yeah, and then from me working in the hospital, I see it all the time. Like mm-hmm. it's like a partial stand. Like a squat. So, yeah, it's like a squat, yeah. but you know they just can't. We're hovering over. You, you can't bend over because the toilet's right. too small. But. <laughs> All right, never mind. I got a bad We're done talking my about What's yeah. wrong with that shit? No, no, we're not. No, let me get to the science part of it. <laughs> so, oh, my God. <laughs> so, shut up. Dr. Sam Novario, a theoretical and computational nuclear physicist, what? <laughs> actually came up with a formula to tell everybody that wadding toilet paper is worse than folding toilet paper. Hello there, children. <laughs> Why did he need to prove that? It's called common sense. No, because... I mean, there's people that don't have that. He really wasted all of his Good intellect point. to... Actually, looking at this formula, Waste. if you know... They got to pay him to do something, am I right? Looking yeah. at the formula that he created, it actually looks like basic physics. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look too bad. Um, so physics. what he discovered was that if you wad toilet paper... You get more surface area than folding paper, but you end up using more toilet paper if you wad it instead of fold it. So you have less surface area with folding, but you can refold over the toilet paper and use that again instead of having to grab a whole nother batch of toilet paper. It's science. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> now your, I can sleep at night. So now yeah. you can sleep at night, and there's a mathematical equation for why you should fold instead of wad. And it's been proven, and anybody who wads their toilet paper is just uncivilized. Well, that, was a, that was a shitty topic. <laughs> wow. You should hit the fan on that one. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> Well, that was exhausting. You guys want to start geeking out? Yes, please. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> so much, so much shit and butthole talk today. A lot huh? of shit talking going on. <laughs> More than usual. Yeah, it's a real crapshoot. <laughs> <laughs> damn it! God damn it, Nelson. <laughs> I'm gonna take a drink with him for that one. Oh. I actually like that one, so I didn't take a drink. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I said bad puns. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. So this last weekend, that movie I had uh, talked about the about the evil Superman, Brightburn. Brightburn, uh, yeah, just came out. Elizabeth and, Banks, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Elizabeth Banks, uh, the guy that plays Roy, Roy from The Office. Right. He's one of the adoptive parents. Mm-hmm. And I heard it's a pretty crazy movie, and they're trying to expand the universe in in some wow. shape or form. Yeah. Hmm. So. Uh, let me go to... How does that work? Because if, if the superheroes that we know and love now are evil villains, it's, fucking shit up, so it's a what's up with the villains? Well, you have to understand... Well, this movie itself mm-hmm. was supposed to be in a different, completely different take. So this is uh, this is how it goes. Brightburn tells the story of a young man who arrives on Earth as a baby and is discovered and taken in by a married couple. A couple raises the boy as their own. Similar kind of... You know, it's Batman. It's I'm not super, Superman, Superman, I mean. Batman. 
get yourself together, man. It's Superman. <laughs> Don't let that happen but, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but as he grows older, he discovers he has powers, and yeah. it's unlike anyone else on Earth. As his powers emerge, other struggles to... Others struggle to understand who he is. Unlike a familiar superhero story, the boy doesn't lean into the idea of using his power for good. Mm -hmm. Instead, the boy experiences some big changes and takes a terrifying turn who ends up devastating a terrible force that cannot be contained. So after the movie, um, at Brendan Meyer, that's the character, he after he wreaks havoc on a small, ta- a small town of Brightburn, Kansas... Including murdering both of his parents, adoptive parents, and managing to play Spoiler himself. Spoiler alert. Well, get, I mean, come on, man. You kind of got the feeling that's what was going down yeah. anyway. Yeah, you he was going to fuck trailers. them up. Yeah, uh, and managing to play himself off as an innocent, now orphan survivor, the movie post credit scene reveals Brandon as the masked Brightburn, continuing his violence and terror against the human population. As things conti- continue, an Alex Jones-style conspiracy theorist, talk show host, called The Big T, Michael Rooker, Yandu from Guardians of the Galaxy, attempts to warn listeners about Brightburn and goes a bit further than the threat in Kansas. He makes reference to a half-man, half-sea creature in the ocean and a woman who strangles her victims with a rope. So obviously that kind of alludes to an evil woman in in Aquaman. So this is kind of essentially starting off a Brightburn verse. And James Gunn was actually asked, like, you know, did WB have a problem with him making such an evil Superman-esque movie? You know, having it follow him. They're like, he's like, well, I got a good relationship with WB right now. So, you know, they weren't too upset that I made this movie. But it's its own thing because there's been a bunch of different style of movies that mm-hmm. have used that, that trope. Now, is this endorsed by DC as well? It is not. It is not. Oh. I mean, they don't. It's because it's not essentially Superman. Like, they, you know, they. Yeah, it is. It no. is. No, it's not. <laughs> Come on. No, this is not a DC film, so it didn't. You know, they didn't really have to you know, reference it or give anyone credit. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's an interesting movie, and it promotes more success for James Gunn. Mm-hmm. You know, but the movie itself looks creepy as fuck, and I heard it's not bad. It's like it got a seven out of ten from IGN. Yeah. So you know, take it for what it's worth. It's supposed to be a horror esque movie, but it's. It's re- it yeah, I mean, really creeps the fuck at out. At least of you. the 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 trailer is pretty much this little kid tormenting their house and the neighborhood, right? Yeah, and then he uh, goes into that restaurant as you see in the trailer, and he gets that waitress in the back room. Yeah, and he just burns through the the door and goes after her. Mm-hmm. That's fucking terrifying. Like, I would, I could not, especially a fucking kid. Yeah, if I saw a kid do that shit, I would just. Uh, Mad with power. Yeah. Yeah. Just off myself at that point because there's no. Yeah, we're, we're all doomed. Oh, just yeah. Why bother running? At that point? <laughs> right. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everyone go out and see Brightburn. It's not a bad. Mo- it looks like it's going to be an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of it, interesting movies, Godzilla, King of Monsters. You guys ready for that next? Coming week? out this Friday. Do Hell you, yeah! Did you see the the trailer, the the recent trailer, where it shows Godzilla in like that magma form? Like, remember in the old, I don't know if you ever saw the old movies, where all of a sudden he gets, like, red, yep. and, like, he has, like, those, yeah. it looks yeah. like lava veins. He yep. gets into that form in this movie oh, against nice. King Ghidorah. Spoiler alert! Well, it's in the fucking trailer! <laughs> <laughs> it's in the trailer! It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. The foo's being the foo. Okay, damn it. <laughs> it takes me back to that, uh, that Kid Peel episode, where the whole spoiler skit. I gotta rewatch it. Oh, there's, sure so many, there's so many Kid Peel skits that are just gold. But uh, 
the you know other trailers that come out are Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting a little closer. And I had mentioned this to the Foo and Jose, but they're going to have like five different costumes for Spider-Man. They're going to have mm. the Iron Spider one from the Infinity War and Endgame. Which was dope. Which was dope. They're going to have the one from Homecoming, the second one, mm. you know, the just the regular blue and red. Then they're going to have like this stealth one where it, it's just all black and then it looks like it's, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's hard no, to describe. Noir. Yeah, it's like noir style. It looks okay. like noir Spider-Man. gray and black. Yeah, but like his goggles actually look like they come down. Oh! But it looks like the regular Spider-Man mask. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's that looks pretty interesting. And then there's like a an advanced one or like a the newest one where it's like all black where he kind of looks... He looks similar to Miles Morales' Spider-Man where it's like a little darker blue, like black almost, mm-hmm. and red. So... I, That's I, four? Uh, and the fifth one is they said it's good. They're gonna show in the movie. They're Ooh. not gonna. They haven't revealed what that one looks like yet. But that's they, the only reason why I want to see the movie now. <laughs> that's that's the only reason. I mean, I really yeah. want to see how they do this Mysterio thing and go into the whole multiverse thing. The which, multiverse is gonna be sick. Uh, yeah, have you seen people start posting like the multiverse of all the Spider Men in the cinemas? Who's like through the last maybe what fifteen years? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. start meeting each other because of the multiverse. So you got your Tony McGuire, all three McGuire, of them. Too? Yeah, your mm-hmm. Andrew, what's his nose? Andrew Garfield. Yeah, and then uh, Tom the new one. Yeah. Shaking hands. <laughs> Tom, what's his chin, Foo? Yeah. What's his chin? <laughs> but, oh, man, Spider-Man looks like it's going to be great. Uh, and then they're actually talking. There are talks right now of a potential Deadpool Spider-Man movie for Spider-Man 3. Hell, yeah. I'm excited for that. And they're saying that that may be the way that they introduce Deadpool into the Marvel Universe. And the X-Men, maybe? And Well, the no, X-Men, no. That's, that may... that <laughs> that, yourself Yeah, that's gonna, that may be something else, but... Um, no, he, Deadpool was a part of the X Force for like five minutes. Yes, but okay? that's a, that's a like different topic. Minutes. Hold on, I'm gonna no, get to no. that. I'm gonna get to that. Calm down. Get your woman in line, foo. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um. So like, and if you guys ha- did not know, Spider-Man and Deadpool actually have a comic series, and they've had a lot of run-ins on the shows. Uh, the most recent show is the Unlimited or the Ultimate Spider-Man. It was like an animated. And an animated series on Disney, mm-hmm. and they had an episode called Ultimate Deadpool, where Deadpool runs into him and takes him on a fucking weird, crazy journey to like the middle of the desert because mm-hmm. he has to kill Taskmaster, Taskmaster, and the entire time, like it's just he always breaking the fourth wall. He, it's, it's like one of the funniest, like normal portrayals of Deadpool in like a comic in like an animated series. Sweet. So I would recommend everyone just go see the like the little scenes on YouTube. Probably can find like a little clip. But if that'll probably get you a little excited to see what Deadpool and Spider Man could be like. Those two are gonna be really great together because Spider Man's already the comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. And Deadpool is hilarious on his own. Always talking to us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Breaking the fourth wall. Oh my god. It's gonna be good, and it, it's possible it could succeed because once upon a Deadpool, that mo- the re-release of Deadpool two for a PG thirteen rating uh, actually was a smashing success. Like everyone, smashing, s- said it was smashing. <laughs> Drink. No. <laughs> Sorry, thanks. Uh, you're welcome. Cool. Well, speaking of the X Men, uh, this is gonna be my last point before I open the floor to you guys. Is geeky? Oh man, he's been going. I know, I'm just trying to get my stories out, man. It's my stories. <laughs> they alluded to 
a new a way to introduce the X-Men into the Marvel Universe or so already them being there. So recently they released like a Marvel Cinematic Universe encyclopedia that has like a description and backgrounds of all of their characters. And there was an interesting little tidbit for Scarlet Witches, mm-hmm. um, you know, pretty much to not our details that I kind of want to get your guys' opinion on. So this is how it starts off. She may be called Scarlet Witch, but Wanda's powers aren't derived from the occult. The book reads, whether it altered her or merely unlocked something, the Infinity Stone and Loki's Scepter bestowed incredible powers of the mind. Wanda's internal, and then it just goes on to explain her powers. But they're pretty much saying that the Infinity Stone that they used when they used the Mind Stone on her and Quicksilver just opened up or awoke her mutant powers. Mm -hmm. So do you think that they may use like the snap as a way to introduce the mutants like that it awoke their mutant evolution so they're rewriting the entire origin yeah. of genetic evolution so it could yeah. fit yeah so oh they're doing it the, that way so that they way they can fit, fit the mcu that, way that fit is the, the laziest writing ever yes yes <laughs> oh my god You're welcome america you gotta figure that at least in the in the X-Men movies that we've been seeing, they're they've been around since like the sixties and seventies and, and all 70s, that. Yeah. But if they're gonna do it because of the snap, it's gonna be an interesting kind of way to I was hoping that they would use the multiverse to introduce them as them being a part of a separate universe, bring them in. And and it's not hundred percent decided you know? how they would introduce them. I mean, they may introduce a multiverse where there already is, you know, a full-grown X-Men team. Mm-hmm. I heard the snap may have unlo- um introduced the more to the MCU. In the movie, if you remember, they have the little council meeting with the leftover heroes five years later. Yeah. And um, there's, right. like, there's like some type of... A tremor a, in the ocean. A tremor in the ocean. So like activity. And then she asks that chick from Wakanda, like, are you going to investigate? They're like, no, we, we're not pl- going to do that. We're just going to leave it alone. Yeah, it's They're saying ocean. that might have been Atlantis. Like, you know, something happened to Atlantis during the snap. And then that's kind of them like emerging... And that would make sense because in the comics, Namor is 100% like isolated, mm-hmm. has isolated himself from the rest of the world. Like no one really knows he exists until something happens that he, all of a sudden it's like, wait, what the fuck? There are mer people now. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the going back to Fuse's point, as far as the X-Men, you know, uh, you know, having already pre-existed as far as in history or like there's always been mentioned, mm-hmm. especially in like a city in New York. You know, for them being primarily based in New York in a lot of these movies and for them not to mention anything about mutants, it'd be very hard for them all of a sudden to be like, oh, that mutant problem. It's like, wait, what the fuck? You guys never even talked about them before. Right. So I think this is a nice little way to retcon them for the MCU. And they're retconning them in the comics as well. With the snap? Yeah. I don't like it still. Well, Well, I mean, there's a bunch of... It's it's pre-snap. I'm just saying that it would be a way for them to awaken it because... They're already alluding that people have it. What they're, this they were just all spitting theories at this point. But yeah, what they can revisit is the mutant registration because that is a big thing in X Men universe. And that wasn't that tied into the actual like superhero registration that caused the Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they can do that. They so can they do can that revisit too. it that way. And plus, X Men they're not on Earth all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes True. they're. You know, well, other, it, on other planets. Again, this all depends, though, on how they want to introduce them. If they're going to introduce them as a new, younger X-Men team, then they would probably have to go the route where, you know, it's they're just starting to become known. Or they could say that they started becoming known in, like, that five-year gap 
you know, after after the snap, before, you know, Endgame happened. But again, they've been around since the 60s and 70s. They've been kind of not wreaking havoc, but they've made their presence known throughout, you know, decades. So for them to actually consider it a problem now is going to be like, okay, all right, Marvel. That's, that's kind of a stretch. That seems more of a jump rather than yeah. all of a sudden seeing some, mm-hmm. you know, things happening where you're seeing a lot more metahumans or mm-hmm. And they don't they don't realize what it is until they capture people. I mean, it, it could go either way. I, I, uh, who knows how the hell they're gonna plan on introducing him? Because yeah. well, you know what? We might just have to watch Dark Phoenix because they'll probably just you know rewrite themselves into the Infinity War. I don't think they're that smart. No, uh, Dark Phoenix. Well, is you just... never know. I have some hope. <laughs> you have False a lot of hope. hope. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. No, Dark Phoenix is supposed to like just end it. It's completely. supposed to be the end of the X Men f- saga in mm-hmm. Fox. Yeah. Probably just going to be just as disappointing as Game of Thrones. <laughs> just because Sophie Turner's yeah. on it, man. Wouldn't <laughs> doubt it, dude. Wouldn't fucking doubt it. So uh, you're actually telling us before the show about Attack on Titan moving its release time on uh, in for oh, subtitles, right? right? Yeah, for oh subtitles. my god, no. For the sub, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're going to be releasing later in the day. They had some licensing issues. <laughs> the fuck so how much further <laughs> in advance during the day do we have to wait do we are we talking about like hours yeah and like yeah. nine or ten hours oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you're still gonna watch it well I, they're I, not coming out now till later in the night now oh, okay cool so there plan your schedules accordingly people well i mean or tivo no more game of thrones so for people uh, that are fans of it, uh food did you want to talk about anything else you got anything yeah else? the um What's it called? The the Terminator Dark movie? Did you guys hear about that? No. Terminator Dark. Oh, Terminator I saw. Dark. Uh, I, yeah, I saw the trailers for that. It looks yeah, interesting. Yeah, Terminator Dark. It's gonna revisit the John Connor story. Wow. They're officially saying that this will be the sequel to T two. So disregard pretty much anything after T two, and this will be like. Because they, oh. they did take a jump in his age. Like, uh, he was still, like, uh, a young teenager in T2. And then in T3, he's already, like, what, well into his 20s? Like, his mid-20s. Yeah. He's, yeah. like, uh, on the run. He's, like, on the run. trying to shit's going down. Like, the bombs actually go off on T3. Yeah, in yeah. T3. At the and end of T3. Mm-hmm. And then in uh, this next one after that was... The, there was a Christian Salvation. Bale one. Yeah, the yeah. Christian Bale one, which was the one where he famously, like, just let into, like, a camera guy. Mm-hmm. Did you you remember that rant? No. He, yeah. That, no. Fa- yeah. that famous rant. No. Into him. no. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, and then what was the one after that? The one with... Um, Genesis. Yes, that's the one with Amelia Clark. Daenerys, yeah. Daenerys played Sarah Connor in that one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was... They're just bad. Yep, so they're, say, <laughs> they're saying Terminator Dark is going to be finally the Terminator we've been waiting for. Yeah, that's what they said about the last three. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're bound, to, they're bound to get it right sometime. Uh, yeah. God, fourth uh, time's the charm, yeah. apparently. Speaking of Skynet, guys, check this out. I wanted to talk about this because uh, I got giddy when I heard about this. Uh, SpaceX put up about oh, 16 great. internet satellites into orbit <laughs> mm. the other day. Ooh. A Falcon 9 rocket launch from Cape Canaveral in, in Florida on Thursday was packed with 60 satellites capable of giving users on the ground high-speed connections to the internet. So, Bullshit, my internet sucks right now. Well, yeah. th- I don't think they're ready yet. I don't think they're ready. No, no. You gotta so hook what's, them this, up and such. what's this news all about then if they're not ready yet? Well, <laughs> it got launched up there, you douche. They're getting <laughs> into position. <laughs> 
Yeah. Similar position. So just because someone's... Shut up, should, I, <laughs> <laughs> should I send out a fucking Instagram update when I'm getting in position to take a dump? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the food wants... The what do you want to hear? All your power. <laughs> what, do you well, what are they trying to do, man? I'm telling you, he's trying to set up a high-speed connection for everybody on the globe to be able to use. Well, how many megabytes per second? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kind of so up, how many kilobytes per second? Kilobytes? Yeah, not a lot probably at the beginning, but he's going to build on that. The fact is that like there's some parts of the globe no. who don't get internet Ooh, no, at all. No, I want instant gratification Ooh, now. I can go camping and still be on <laughs> fucking Instagram. Everything is gram-worthy when you're camping and you don't have anywhere to put it. But why do you hate science? <laughs> I don't. Science is great. Uh, well, I thought that was pretty exciting. Uh, you know, before uh, the food poo pooed all over it. But <laughs> he had a load waiting. They're going to take over <laughs> our internet, man. And then uh, what's his face is going to just like whatever, he, man. They're yeah. watching us anyway. Yeah, I mean, come on now. We're fucked anyway. Let's just have a little, you oh, know, geez. internet. I think we've geeked out enough, man. Cool, man. Thanks. Nerd! Well, we'll be right back with a joint report and the music highlights. Stick around. Hey everybody, I'm Josh. And the food here tagging along. Be sure to catch us on Food Bar Sports. Listen in now on Tuesday. Catch us on any major podcast app or our own website, foodbarshow.com. You can also find us on our Facebook group, Food Bar Sports. Join in on the conversation, sports talk, latest rumors, and sports news. Foodity doobity. Experience Never Seen the World, the Fallen Electric's debut album featuring the title track Never Seen the World. Go to thefallenelectric.com for all news, show dates, and contact information. Think twice, know that I have never seen the world. I've never seen the world. Are you on me? Give me some, I'll smoke you two under the table. It's from the bomb. Well, guys, I found this article the other day, and you know how we don't use vapes anymore because they found some like really harmful uh, metals yeah. in them? Mm-hmm. Well, they're still growing in popularity throughout the country and throughout the world. So one thing that is bringing up concerns is what do we do with these cartridges when we're done with them? You know, there isn't a recycling program involved. Uh, Matter of fact, a lot of the ordinances say that you cannot recycle it because of the fact that somebody who collects all of these cartridges can still extract all the the leftover resin or oil that's left in these cartridges and then create a black market on all the shit that they that they pull from this. And then, you know, maybe not even after doing all that end up not recycling it. They're just using it for like to create their own little black market for these kinds of things. So they don't really give uh, an answer to this issue. The best thing that people can do is call your freaking congressman and try to hash something out where they can actually build something that would be able to uh, recycle these things because they're pretty complex when you think about it. Not only do you get like metal, but you get... Um, I mean, you, you have to have like a coil in there to charge it up, yeah. uh, something to connect with uh, the battery. You, you So you have a, a lot of little pieces in these cartridges. So already off the bat, it's kind of hard to have it uh, be recycled as easily and maybe as affordable as possible. But how would you guys figure that we would be able to solve this kind of problem? It's, it's going to be tough and expensive. And is it even worth it? 
Let's get yeah, get rid of this shit then. Mm-hmm. Recycle it like you recycle syringes in those little containers. There's that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I probably the easiest way to solve this problem is to have a recycle program. Every manufacturer mm-hmm. that actually produces a vape should have a recycling program where you can come back mm-hmm. or maybe you know just return it at the store you bought it from and then no, the store will ship send it. it over yeah and they, can, they, keep it in, they can keep it in like one of those locked recycling bins mm-hmm. you know just when you come in you can throw it if you have an old vape throw it away like they do it like they have them at like home depot and lowe's where you can go recycle light bulbs and paint paint mm-hmm. and batteries you just have to put it into a bin that's locked and then at the end of the day, they just go in, boom, and then they That's, take it to a recycling center. It's kind of like O'Reilly and AutoZone. Yeah, like when you do your when you do your oil, that way it's that. that way it's monitored. Yeah. You know, that way you're not getting those fiends that are fiending in, right. in the trash cans right. to try and break up some some vials. Like yeah. it's. And yeah, it's it's it. I think that's a good solution. I think that's something they should explore. One solution that it provided, at least something that consumers could do right away, uh-huh. is refillable cartridges. Oh. Now, do you guys have experience using those refillable cartridges? Messy. And how well are they? Very, messy. very yeah. messy. Remember, almost not worth it. Remember that little pen I bought in Colorado that had that came in that rechargeable case? Oh yeah. Yeah, that that top is supposed to be refillable, mm-hmm. and every time I would get the syringes. It, like you have to be very precise and very like slow otherwise as far as it's everywhere. Yeah, otherwise it's just gonna mm-hmm. bubble everywhere. It yeah. kind of sits on top uh-huh. and it just kind of spreads and it's all it gets. And it all ends up s- fucking up the coil. And gets you gotta get a new coil. Sticky. And I get it. Just tap it in. Well, then, tap 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 it. Well, because yeah, that at one point then you're just gonna end up buying another replacement empty vial. Mm-hmm. And what are you gonna do with the one you just had? Like you have to get rid of it somehow right. anyway too. So. You're still going to have waste mm-hmm. after using these types of things. And, and I brought this up to piggyback on my previous uh, joint report that I had on the previous episode where uh, they were discussing hemp packaging. Because oh, you know yeah, how like right. right now we're using all the, the plastic ones? Yeah. And we can definitely throw those in the, in the recycling. Mm-hmm. So there's a solution there, but it's just not happening all the time. I mean, people just don't. So uh, it's not happening all, like 100% of the time with people consuming just regular flour. Yeah. Uh, but, so, but if we had hemp-based packaging then you know they would at least decompose on its own after x amount of time yeah yeah Yeah. so uh, it's important that we start thinking about this as you know it becomes more legal and it becomes more more and more into people's homes and so how are we going to dispose of the shit that we use to consume these products with it'd be really irresponsible for us not to consider this yeah no we must smoke responsibly people that is how we get this legalized federally Mm -hmm. we can back up and show that we can take care of our shit and clean it up then that just proves okay. These guys can be. These guys aren't a bunch of fucks. Yeah, they're not all Tom and Chongs. No, another idea <laughs> is um Eat like me. a something related to the electronic waste program. You know how like communities they'll yeah. do it once a month or something like that. Yeah, you can do a community. I marijuana waste disposal. I, I think that just I just opens green, up. That's, that's bad. That's, that's open, bad. That opens up too many bad doors. I mean, you could just, Cypress Hill involved. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we might as well just go up with a with a table and then just ha- write on it, <laughs> deliver deliver your disposable cartridges here. Yeah. And Is there a van and like a green van made of marijuana with two hippies? In Actually, it's the it's the fallen electric van, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> you know it's not far off. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. I think for the joint report today, everyone. Smoke weed every day. Let's finish it off with the music highlight. I said it hit. 
Well, guys, here's three songs that I wanted to highlight for today. This one, I just like it. It's Third Eye Blind. You probably already know it. It was off of their 1997 self-titled album, Third Eye Blind. And this is a song off of that album that not a lot of people talk about. It. Everybody's all up and down with Sammy Charm Life. But, and Jumper. And Jumper. But this one, I think, is, uh, is probably one of the more rocking ones out of the whole album. So let's listen to it. It's called Losing a Whole Year. This one, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard this one good. before. Yeah, this one's yeah, dope. I always forget how much, how good Third Eye Blind. They have is. a lot of gems in their catalog, mm-hmm. man. That not a lot of people like. When you actually think about it, you're like, God damn, they're a great band. Yeah, everyone, but everyone all, always goes back to you know, Jumper and Semi Charmed Life. They're yeah, coming around them. too. Yeah, I might, they might the be uh, coming around and, California real yeah, soon. The Greek mm-hmm. in June mm-hmm. and uh, Five Point Avenue. That would be a fun show. August. Be a fun show. This next artist that I wanted to highlight, this album of hers came out this year, 2019. She is Alex Leahy. This album is called The Best of Luck Club, and she's currently touring Australia right now, so she's all over that continent. And this song is called Don't Be So Hard on Yourself. She's going to finish off her Australian tour on June 23rd, and she's going to come to West Hollywood playing the Troubadour on August 13th. 
Ooh. So anybody who's willing to go check her out there, and then she's going to uh, move uh, east. She's going to go to Phoenix on the 14th, Austin, Texas, 16th of uh, August. And she's just going to keep going throughout the states. So uh, anybody who's into Alex Leahy, L-A-H-E-Y, uh, go check her out. She's really good. Alex Leahy. That's right. That's right. This last one that I wanted to play today was a song that Nelson brought for us to listen to by a band called Brainstorm. What can we know about them, Nelson? Brainstorm is a German power metal band uh, formed in 89, but they didn't release any studio albums until 1997. So mm-hmm. they're still ongoing. They haven't made it to the States. So they pretty much tour throughout Europe. Yeah, they're going to be playing Germany, Spain, I saw. Yeah. Like, they're all over that area Czech there. Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I found these guys as a recommendation on Spotify. And so Yeah, they sound pretty good. Oh, this yeah. uh, particular song came out in 2008 off of their album called Downburst. This song is called How Do You Feel? to that all day dude that's good shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah bro um so i I hope these guys end up touring at one point there's a lot of good metal around here that would do really well with with bands like that i hope they come around in the states too so Mm -hmm. it'll be nice cool dude well nelson thanks for being on the show again man thanks for taking over my show thanks for letting (laughs) us take over your show it's yeah that's weird it's got a meta yeah And uh, we hope that, you know, we see you on in the crowd there at Fubar Fest 2019. Thanks for coming over to help us uh, promote it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Definitely want to get this out. And if you're watching, there's a damn flyer. <laughs> <laughs> or go to foobarshow.com. It's the first thing you see as well. Uh, and we're, we're throwing it up on all the socials as well. So uh, it's going to be a, a good night of uh, good local music here. Cool. Well, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thank you for downloading the pod on most major podcast apps, subscribing, and telling a friend like a champ. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's FWOBarshow.com. And FWOBarshow is our handle on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. Ah. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. The Food. Steph. And signing off for Metal Head Nelson. Don't be a dick. Spoiler alert.